Hey, welcome back to another episode of Empowerment Hour. We are your hosts, Maria Shapley and Annie Bryson, bringing you spiritual insights to personal growth. Today, we're going to be focusing on family relationships. And in this podcast or this episode today, we're going to explore how profound the impact of family dynamics has on our lives. Um, so we'll cover the grounds of family wounding and how it can leave a lasting imprint on us throughout our lives. So I'm going to start off with giving you some information. So it's important for you to know that when we are zero to seven years of age, we are imprinting all of life from the people around us. So everyone that's raising us, whether it's your biological parents, your grandparents, whoever is there, we are imprinting all of their thoughts, judgments, and opinions. We are absorbing it like a sponge. And at this age, the reason is because at this age, our brain is in a theta wave state. And so we are downloading all this information around us so we can learn how to be a person. And so we are subconsciously taking in those people around us, their thoughts, their beliefs, and their opinions. We gain no knowledge by just observing them and what they're doing around us. And as energy workers, we have observed that even if your parents or guardians didn't speak directly to you about a subject, you will still absorb what it is that they believed. So if your dad thought he had to work super hard in order to make money, you may grow up and believe that the only way to make money is to work 60 hours a week and then in turn you end up burning yourself out and you're not sure why you're even doing that. We even see that our clients can pick up emotions on our that our, feel, our parents were feeling in that time period. So if your mom was really sad because your dad was gone all the time, you may feel sad and abandoned when your parent is away for extended periods of time because we absorb the thoughts and feelings from the people raising us. It may not even be our own. If your parents fought a lot, this can imprint you on, on you as well, thinking that relationships are hard or they're, they're fight, or it's, it's hard to have a happy relationship because you don't know what that feels like. And maybe even this person could, or if you're experiencing this, could have a fear of intimacy or struggle because it's hard to trust relationships. Is there going to be a fight? Um, so they may find it hard to express emotions openly being vulnerable um, for the potential of rejection. So we can imprint from our family and our ancestors as well through our DNA. And I want to tell you a little bit of background about this and how this was figured out. Because some people are like, well, what do you mean you imprint from your family and your DNA? Of course you do through your bloodline, but um, through theta healing, they told us about a science experiment was done. So they took mice and they put cherry blossoms in the cage with the mice. And this, this is horrible, but what they did is they shocked the mice. They shocked them so it was painful and they felt it. And then they removed the cherry blossoms and they proceeded to breed the mice. So they went to the next mice that were born then the next litter of mice. I don't know if that you call them a litter or not, but they went to the next line and they, they just put cherry blossoms or the smell of cherry blossoms. And what they found is the mice went ballistic. They uh, responded very stressfully. They moved around their cage. They were very uncomfortable. So they showed all signs of high stress. So even though they had never been shocked, 
just seeing and smelling the blossoms um, cause them to react negatively. And then the scientists went ahead and bred those mice and bred those mice and bred those mice. And what they found seven generations down from the original mice that got shocked, those mice seven generations down were still exhibiting the same stress factors anytime they saw or smelled cherry blossoms. So what happened is a, is a situation impacted their family so greatly, or the mice impacted them, and it went all the way down the lineage. And so that can happen to any of us at any time. We could be doing things today based on what happened to our great-great-grandparents a long time ago. Um, another great example of this is the Great Depression. I have actually seen this in some of my clients. So if your great-grandparents got hit hard in the Depression, I mean, maybe they didn't even know, they didn't know where their next meal was going to come from, or they went two or three days without food. You could have imprinted how the scarcity and the lack of what happened, that could come through your DNA and you could hold something deep inside that you have to make sure you always have food. I mean, okay, have you ever known anybody who has a pantry full of food that you know they're never even going to get through it, but they feel like they need to save it and hoard that food? That's mm -hmm. an example of it. It's something at some point in their family lineage, something came in and said, hey, there's never going to be enough. So we need to make sure there always is. So those are some examples that I wanted to bring today. So you understand how, um, things can get passed on through our through our bloodline through our DNA uh, that can cause us to react how we do on our normal day-to-day -day things yeah um yeah and it's it's being aware of that and then being aware of other people if if you're dealing with a family member um if you're dealing with a family member who is maybe being difficult, you can't really change what that family member is going to do, but you can change your response to it. Instead of reacting to a situation, you can respond to it. And you can do that through being able to access your inner resources more easily through doing clearing work or healing work and healing the family lineage. Because even though you can't change someone, when you're doing your own inner work and healing and clearing, you're connected to your family. So you're healing the family lineage too. Um, and family wounding can refer to emotional or psychological injuries that occur within the family unit. Um, and this can be passed down through generations and it can manifest as pattern patterns of behavior, belief systems, unresolved trauma. And this can shape our self-perception, our relationships, decision-making processes, um, I know through just studying a little bit of NLP, like when we experience different things in our life, we it creates a filter and that filter then dictates our behaviors, our decisions and our actions in the world. And that cycle keeps on repeating itself until you address the filter on the inside, you're going to keep re like repeating the same patterns. And that's why getting to the root of the block, clearing the energy or bringing it to light to awareness then you can truly heal and not let the trauma take on a will of its own. You get to be in charge and create your life. Um, because our early childhood experiences with their family shape our extending of love, of trust and attachment. And if you find yourself in relationships in your adult life now that aren't loving and trustworthy and the attachment style that you may have, address those early childhood wounds. Um, because that's where the gold is. That is 
that's the diamond in the rough. Your wounding is actually gold. <laughs> um, you know, and when negative dynamics um, do show up, like neglect, abuse, unresolved conflicts, they imprint on our psyche and they can affect your emotional well-being. And we want to feel good, right? We're living here in this life to really live a life we love and we want to feel good every day and truly live that way. Yes. Yes, you're right, Maria. <laughs> it's about us enjoying our life and being happy. Yeah. So I wanted to bring in, we want to bring in some, a few tools that you can use right away to help you kind of deal with your family members, because this is about family members and the relationships you have with them. If you're dealing with a difficult family member, it's important that you start to create healthy boundaries with them. You don't have to put yourself in a position that doesn't make you feel comfortable. You, um, So, you know, if you're being invited to go over to maybe a family reunion and you really don't want to go, it's okay to say no. It's okay. And you don't have to explain yourself. That's a healthy boundary. I'm sorry, I can't make it. And just leave it at that. Don't try to explain yourself. So make sure you kind of take a look at what your boundaries are with your family members. Do you even have any? Do you need help setting those up? Do you need help knowing what is, what would be an appropriate boundary and what, you know, what you might need to shift and change. So that's one thing to look at is your boundaries. Um, the second thing that I like to do is bring in light uh, to clear any negative vibes when I have to go see somebody. So if I'm driving to grandma and grandpa's house and I know they're not the happiest of people, maybe grandpa's always really angry and something like that is going on. What I will do is I will bring in a lot of light. I visualize the place I'm going filled with a ton of light. So it could be a house or if you're going to a building or a park or wherever you might be around these family members, just visualize before you get there a bunch of light coming in. And I like to imagine the light swirling around, just cleaning up any other negativity, any negative vibes, anything that needs to go, anything that's not a love or higher emotion or vibration. I try to get it out of there just by cleaning it up. I have had to do this several times and I know what happens is usually, so if you're going to see someone who you know is a little bit grumpy, when I bring in the light, when I get there, they seem to be not as bad. <laughs> They're kind of a little more lighthearted or playful, or I just can notice a shift by pre-bringing in that light before I get there. Um, okay, so if you've experienced childhood abuse or any abuse, we please, please recommend that you go see a professional, get professional help from a doctor or counselor. As energy workers, we see that these, that the wounds and abuse can be held in your cellular memories. And what happens is that can cause illnesses and diseases. So it's really important that you get professional help to work on these traumas so your body can be healthy and whole as well. Another tool is communication, effective communication. And sometimes we don't really know how to speak our needs. Um, am I saying too much or too little? Um, I'm afraid to speak my needs, but you can seek out an expert in communication. You can take a course on communication, family dynamics. Um, there are different types of therapies like emotionally focused therapy, um, different ways that you can communicate your needs properly without 
feeling like the other person's feeling attacked or just ways to really like come into harmony to speak to one another. Um, but, you know, like we're a big believer of truth, like bringing in truth. And there's a way to speak your needs in a way that it makes the other pe person feel safe um, in a friendly way, in a mature way, in a grounded and empowered way. And you don't need to engage in abusive uh, conversations. If you have a family member who is abusive, you don't need to engage. Um, you don't. I mean, I have different people in my family. For instance, I had an uncle who had said some really like nasty remark to me. And uh, did I respond? No, I could respond and say, that doesn't work for me. Um, or I could say something, turn my phone off, but... I decided just to not engage in this situation or conversation and not have that person in my life. And that's okay. The people who were born to a family, right? And we all have our different family lives. Um, what's cool is that even though you're born to a family and it's really important to clean up your family dynamics, you can choose your family too. You can choose your friends. You can choose your family. You can choose your partner. You come from a place of choice. And the people that you have to be around when you go to those parties or situations, you can just respect yourself. How does this person make me feel when I'm around them? Do I feel drained? Do I feel scared? Do I feel sad? And if you, if that is coming up, change it. Okay. I'm going to move away. I'm going to change the conversation. You can be in charge of it. Um, I love that. I love yeah. that. That's yeah. really important for some I can tell some people needed to hear that today. Yeah, right? Um, yeah, you can choose your family and you can choose yourself first. Choose to love you more than anything else, right? Because without you, without your health and the love that you have for yourself, you can't really love anything else. So love you first. And to summarize all this, developing self-awareness is crucial. By exploring our own patterns of behaviors, triggers, and emotional reactions, we can identify the origin of these wounds. Secondly, seeking professional support, either from a therapist, counseling, coaching, this can provide you with a safe space for healing and guidance. And lastly, it's important to cultivate self-awareness, uh, to cultivate self-compassion and practice forgiveness. Oh my gosh. I mean, we've seen many times like these emotions when you're not forgiving yourself or resentment that creates an emotional charge or emotional block in your body that it's only hurting you. It's straining you more than anything else. So, and I know we've all gone through some pretty hard times. How could I, how could I forgive this person? How could I let that go? Depending on what your situation is and everyone's different and they're <clears throat> Oh yeah, there's a, and there is a process with that. You know, feel the feelings of shame or feel the feelings of anger, feel the feelings of grief or loss. That's all necessary and good. But finally, allow yourself to get to a place of forgiveness and let it go because that's true freedom and healing. And that's where you'll feel better. <laughs> um, and it does, it's a healing is a gradual practice. Um, it requires patience and self-care. Yeah. Yeah. It's really important. I love that self-compassion. That's huge. <laughs> I 
That's yeah. huge. So Maria and I both work with individuals. We do energy work. We clear blocks. We kill, clear old beliefs that you might be clearing from childhood. And we clear those so we can help you live a life you love. We want to help you be successful. We want you to be happy. And if you've ever wondered why are you doing something some way, it could be because of this. It could be because you subconsciously picked it up at age two from someone around you that it's an old belief that you no longer need to have. We just sometimes have to get it cleared out of your system, get it cleared out of your body, get it cleared out of your energy field. So Maria, if someone wanted to come and uh, get more information about how to work with you, where would they go? Sure. You want to go to intuitivecoachmaria.com or if you're on social media, you can follow me I'm on Instagram at Maria Shapester. And if you're interested in learning more about what I do, you can go to my website, which is amiebryson.com. And again, if you have any other questions or you want to make a comment about the show, we do have our Facebook page, Empowerment Hour, that you can go to. We love to have feedback and hear how these tools are working for you. All right, Maria, do you have anything else you want to add today? That's it. All right, everyone, thank you so much for being here with us. And until next time, I hope you have a lovely day. Bye.